You're trying to make sense of what you're saying to somebody else. You can explain things to people, but you can't understand things to people. Welcome to Corners and Conversations by JCS, where our mission is to provide you with some form of mentorship, guidance, and resources. The purpose of this podcast is to expose you to different perspectives, experiences, and ideas. For more information about Just Contributor Support, better known as JCS, you can text the letters JCS to 855-691-4921. Once again, that is 855-691-4921. Stay tuned. Welcome to Corners and Conversations, everyone. I am your host, Jeremy, and I'm here with OG the Godfather. So this gentleman, he has a very unique way of looking at things. He also has his own podcast, which is the Success Code Podcast. You can find it on Podbean. They have a Facebook page as well. Once again, the Success Code Podcast is where you can find them. This gentleman here has a background with the military, background with law enforcement, but he has a unique perspective in how he discussed things, which you can see on his podcast. And that's why I had to invite this brother to the show. So welcome to the show. OG, talk to me. What's up, man? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I also been working on uh I was working on today getting my podcast and stuff on other platforms. So we looking out for that where you can go to your favorite source choice, mm-hmm. whether Apple Music or Amazon. Mm-hmm. The so, major distributors. Yeah. We gotta get the this information out here. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you having me, man. Indeed. So for everybody who's tuning in, today's show is as you can see on the title, it's about accountability. All right, holding mm-hmm. people accountable, what is accountability, and just the general conversation about it. Because I think that is a topic that's not discussed at school or at home majority of the time. So I'm going to start this off with the question, what is accountability based off of, in your words, OG? To me, accountability is more so the agreement you have with yourself. I, I base accountability off two things in general. One being responsibility and the other being agreement. And... To me, it has to be at least those two things in play in order for it to me to be accountable for it. All right. I have to be aware that is a, I have to accept that it's a responsibility of mine, pretty much what it comes down to. All right. So I have to be aware of the responsibility and agree to take on that responsibility. And once I've done that, now I'm accountable for it as, as far as myself goes. So to me, that's what accountability is, is acknowledging the responsibility accepting that responsibility. And from then on, it's just reoccurring, reminding yourself of it. So it's two parts to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For me, accountability is those or whatever system that it makes you uncomfortable, but for all the right reasons. Okay, explain it to me. So for some people, they look at accountability as what I'm holding other people to. If somebody Mm. did me wrong, I have to hold them accountable. Right. That I would say that okay. is like a common interpretation of accountability when yeah. somebody is not addressed. They need to be held accountable. That's the general concern. But when it's when it comes from an internal aspect, I don't think people look at it as a way of you looking at your responsibility and what you owe to other people as a foundation. I don't think mm-hmm. that part of accountability is talked about. Yeah. I don't ever go out before I go in. Mm. I feel like if you don't go within you're going to go without so when it comes to say for example someone messed over me or whatever case may be i don't say oh i gotta hold them accountable they messed me over because i've done that in the past and it's actually 
mess me over <laughs> mm-hmm. in return, trying to make them accountable for what they had done or didn't do. So it was like you you sabotaging yourself just to try to get at somebody else? Right. And because when you go from a perspective of revenge or for, hey, um, we'll probably talk about this later, but mm-hmm. trying to make you responsible, make you accountable for what you've done. And at, at the end of the day, if if you don't take responsibility, how can I make you take responsibility? Mm-hmm. Right. If, if responsibility is something that you've chosen not to take or recognition of whatever is going on, how can I make you do that? I would stress myself out put myself in a compromising position trying to prove a point to you and that you should be doing this and doing that when nine times out of 10, if it gets to that point, you're not in a receiving mindset anyway. Okay. You're not even going to accept anything that I have to say because you don't recognize it as something you should be accountable for. So that's interesting. It's like consent for the, the person who is receiving information. They have to be in the, in the mindset to receive it in order to, right. okay, I like that. Right. Trust me, I, I know from experience, man. I I have family members and stuff like that who don't we all? I I yeah, <laughs> I try to hold accountable. I'm like, hey, this is what we need to be doing. This is the direction, whatever. These are the steps. And no matter how many times I sit down and had that conversation with them, it never equates to them actually following through with it. Mm. So I realized that a lot of that was because in the midst of our conversations. I've offended them in some way or mm-hmm. they feel like I'm belittling, belittling them right. or I feel like I'm above them or the case may be. So they didn't, in the midst of me trying to get hold them accountable, they never took responsibility or accepted or agreed that that's something they should be accountable for. Valid point. Very and then because valid. of that, we never get to the point to where they're actually consistently holding themselves accountable or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So we never got past the disagreement or the where right. we uh, have a fork in the road. We never got past that. We still arguing over which path is better. Right. So it's right. that they, the way I interpret what you're saying is we could have so many discussions, but if they don't agree with themselves first, how can they agree with you? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Accountability is something that that just has to be a principle of yours. Okay. Right. And if that's not your principle, I always say you can't teach a person past a level of understanding. So if they don't understand why being accountable is is important or them them needing to be accountable, right? Then no matter what agreement your conversation y'all have, it's never going to lead to accountability on their part. So at that point, you would have to instead of trying to hold someone accountable, you have to take more of a teaching role, okay, and educating them instead of trying to. Say, so for example, as a leader, you say you can't hold someone accountable for what they're not aware of, right? If you're valid point, if you're a good leader, you're not gonna say, Hey man, why didn't you do this and that? Well, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't know. No. Yeah, but you regardless if you knew or not, you should have done it. It's the assumption. It's right. like they're they arguing over the assumption of what they right. expected instead of the reality of what happened. So as a leader, you need to be aware of that when you're trying to hold someone accountable and making sure that they're aware of that's something that they need to be accountable of. Not mm-hmm. only how do they go about maintaining that accountability, right? Are we communicating as I'm progressing? Am I communicating with you every step? Is there a specific way I should be doing it, mm-hmm. right? If we never had that conversation, then how can you expect accountability on their part? Or any growth to come from that? They're not even at a place of understanding. So would you say accountability is based on disagreements then? That is that just the result of 
an opportunity to hold someone accountable once a disagreement is recognized. So if you're getting to the point to where the accountability conversation is getting to where you can't get to a conclusion where y'all are arguing, right. whatever the case may be, it's becoming a disagreement. Then I think you need to go back to the point of, OK, recognition. Do they even understand that this is something they should be accountable for? Do they understand what happens when and if they were to be accountable for it? Mm-hmm. Right. You got to go back to the understanding of it. Once you go there and you take the teaching perspective, and don't get me wrong, sometimes that can go south. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't like being talked to. Literally. Right? Just right? because so, you are saying it is why they disagree. Right. So when that happens, you sometimes you, as a higher party in that situation, you got to be able to retract yourself and say, you know what? Maybe I'm not the person to teach you this. Right. Or maybe I need to go about another means of teaching you this instead of me trying to make make you listen to me. You're being self-aware. Right. There's been a lot of times where I try to teach people things and in the midst of me doing it, it just always leads to an argument where it can be another person come by the next day, the next hour, say the, the same week, exact thing, say the exact same thing. And all I get of a what sudden, you're some clicks. All right. So that's one. That's, that's something that really get on my skin, too. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take yourself out of it and realize that it might just be you. Right. Recognizing that that could be a, a possibility in the conversation. Right. That mm-hmm. could be the hindrance for the level of them being able to be accountable because for some reason of how they perceive you, they aren't able to accept what you're trying to get them to understand or right. be accountable for. Yeah, it's a valid point. To expound on what you're saying as well, I love that how you're able to recognize you could say everything that needed to be said, but as they're looking at your character. So even the the conversation could be logical. It could be legit. But when they factor in your character, are they looking at it as this is a way to understand? This is an opportunity to learn? Or are they looking at it as he just couldn't wait to tell me something that he had knowledge of to make me mm-hmm. feel stupid? And that could be the byproduct of just you being passionate about saying there's different ways of going about this or saying, hey, right. I see what you're doing. I think if you go about it this way, you can get a better response. Right. And sometimes you just have to uh, reassure them just out of practice. What I know, you have to reassure them that I'm only correcting you or educating you, whatever the case may be, I because care. I care. Right. Right. And that's why I'm doing it. It's not because I want to prove that I know something you don't or I want to be the head honcho, whatever the case may be. No, if I didn't care about who you are and what you were going to be, I would not say anything. I promise you. Right. If I didn't care, I'll let I let you fail in peace. My, <laughs> right. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even waste my time. Right. And sometimes it takes that having that conversation. Say, right. Hey, look, I see we're going here and there. And I don't I don't want you to think that I'm trying to say I'm better than you. I know more where the case may be. I just care about the direction in which you're going because of that. I just want to give you some pointers that I think will help you get to the solution that you're trying to get to. You think that it goes with once they get into the mindset of, oh, here go this person trying to give me advice. They Do you think they interpret it as yeah. you trying to prove that you have that savior complex or do they really look at yes. it as like this is a, a real teaching moment and I could be a student to this experience? A lot of people aren't students in life, though. Right. And okay. because. And that's just something I've encountered. A lot of people don't consider themselves students. They feel like they're experts in their own life. They know what they should be doing, whatever case may be. And anytime someone, especially a peer or someone who they feel like they should be equal to, comes mm. and say, hey, let me give you some better advice or better guidance. 
have to check their ego first before they even yeah. had open that opportunity of dialogue. Right, right. Mm. And I've encountered that more than anything, which is the reason why I don't anymore. I don't go out to people. If you come to me, you got to cool because I already know you came in a receiving mood. All right. So I'll help you if I can. But mm. I don't go reaching out to people and saying, hey, what's going on? What's the problem? OK, well, this is what you need to do, because it, it almost always leads to. Well, and that sounds good, but I don't think that's for me. I don't know. All right, mm-hmm. well, okay. Keep keep trying to figure it out your way. We'll be talking about it again in six months. There was a book that I read, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale mm-hmm. Carnegie. And he was saying, listen to people as if they can teach you something. He said, even right. if you heard it a thousand times, even if you heard it a thousand times, if you listen to somebody as if they can teach you something, you'll be amazed by the conversations you can have with people. And taking that book and the lessons that I learned from that, I look at it as I want to give them information. But if it's in a way that they can teach me the information that they needed, it's life changing because in their minds, they gave the information or they, right. they miraculously came to the conclusion. Mm-hmm. But all it was, the, the structure of the conversation where they dropped in what they knew, then bridged the gap of what they didn't and then be like, you know what? Thank you for this conversation. Like, I I really think it's impactful when they acknowledge the fact that you allowed yourself to be a student to teach them Mm -hmm. something. Right. And and I agree with that. Like, I read the book and I practiced it when I I got to the point to where when Mm -hmm. I have a conversation with people, I make them feel like the expert. Right. So while we're talking, I'm asking. They give me their situation. I say, okay, what's going on? And they give me an analysis or summary of whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what, what have you done about it? Well, uh, okay. What do you think you can do about it? Right, asking questions that gets them to the answer. That makes, way, they don't. Makes they feel think. like they feel like they came. They came to the conclusion. I right. know the conclusion, so I'm guiding the questions on trying to get them to the conclusion. But it's different when they come to. Well, you know what? Well, I, I tried this and that. Okay, are you aware of this? Did you know you could do is this way? Well, I I never thought about it like that. But yeah, that do make sense. Okay. Mm. Um, is that something you can see yourself doing and being successful in? Well, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Okay. And by guiding the conversation like that, they're able to become the experts in the situation. Right. right? It's almost like they're giving themselves advice. And you're allowing point. them to take ownership of that conversation. Right. For their benefit, of course. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, manipulative self. You look at you. Hey, when it comes to relationships with people, you got to understand that uh, Jadena the rapper, he says, mm-hmm. I might deceive you for the greater good. True. Sometimes this was necessary. That Sometimes I might, I might have to deceive you if it's for your betterment. So they get to their own level of understanding. Right. Because you got to understand people, people willingly all the time deceive you for your destruction. True. Right. So how much worse is it that I'm deceiving you for your own betterment? Right. Even if you don't understand right now, is it not worth doing? Cause so it's like it, parenting in a sense. Like for right. somebody that you care about, you could go about teaching them one way, but you already know they'll oppose it because you're teaching it. Mm-hmm. But if you give them the if you create the problem for them mm-hmm. to solve it on purpose and it's like as a reflective point, like later on mm-hmm. when you think about it, I see what you did there. <laughs> you know, that's when they hit you with that. A good example of that. Sometimes I'm the oldest in my family. So when my mother has a problem with my brother. <laughs> She calls me and bits mm-hmm. me about it. Yeah, you got to do this. She like, you need you need to talk to your brother. He doing this and he mm-hmm. doing that. I'm like, okay, I'll talk to him. And 
I have to talk to him as if I haven't talked to my mother. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> once he, he find her, out, oh, you yeah. on her side? Oh, this yeah, how yeah, it yeah. is now? I thought we right. was boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I do. I, like, I had, we'll spend, a, we'll talk for hours, and he have never known I talked to my mother. And I, I don't want him to. I Because the point is so that y'all can get to some resolution. On their own terms, not because you structured it, huh? I didn't talk to a bunch of people that's arguing arguing with each other, and they've never known that I've talked to both sides. And I've found that that's best because that's an accountability trait. No, it's because if we go into the conversation and you know that I've talked to the other side, oh, it's you, a bias. You feel like I'm biased already. It's a bias they put in their own mind. So because of that, it already create a wall of you being able to receive what I have to say or what we're about to talk about. That's true. So just to prevent that wall from going up, sometimes I have to deceive you for the greater good. Even when you know you don't know. <laughs> so, so why is it like you, we'll put it like this. Why does holding someone accountable seems uncomfortable to the person being impacted? The same way you gave that context, it's I have information, but I can't reveal what I know because I want this other person to understand what they understand. And then mm-hmm. once you apply the accountability aspect in it, like it's it's time for the for the better understanding of what the disagreements is. The person who's receiving this for the for the betterment of them, they get uncomfortable. Why is that? I think it comes down to one or two things It's either lack of wisdom or lack of responsibility. And OK, as far as wisdom goes, meaning discernment, a lot of people can't discern that. So, for example, in, in their brother's situation, my mom and brother talking sometimes. Again, if we're about to engage in the conversation and I let him know that, hey, man, because I've done it earlier in our life. Hey, I just talked to mom and he and before I can even get the next Mood word change. out. He, oh, man, she, she, she. I'm like, that's what I'll be talking okay. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand. Yeah, always, and sometimes people don't have that discernment and realize that, hey, I'm me as your brother coming to you, period. I'm not coming to you as a representative of right. mom. I'm on the outside <laughs> looking in. Right. I don't know the facts. That's why I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm just trying to, right. I just want to talk. And I, I trust I had this conversation with him recently because something happened and he's like, I was like, how you doing, man? He's like, he started telling me what was going on. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. You ain't even got to tell me all that. I don't, that, that doesn't that matter. nothing to I'm, do with me. Right. I'm calling the, to check on you to see where you are now. How are you now? That's, what a, you that's a conversation changer. Yeah. All right. Like, so he, he was like, oh, 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 I mean, yeah, I get it. And he was about to go into it. And I'm like, hey, hey, I got you. Look. So he prepared this, the argument and you just saw yeah, it before yeah. he like, could even get his point across. Yeah, that's not it, what I'm here it for. Took, it took me like Man. two or three times to say, to remind him, look, I'm checking on you where you are now. What, what's the situation? How you feeling now? I don't, I don't care what happened a week ago. I don't care how you got here. All right. And you can tell me about how you got here, but I don't need you to explain mm. your point of view. You can tell me what led up to here and tell me where you're going from here. So you, you don't allow them to feed their own perspective. I know that we can't get emotional about it. It can't get emotional when it comes to accountability. Mm. Right. Because when you put your emotions in accountability, sometimes you don't feel emotionally like being accountable. So when I can't let us get to that point. I have to make sure that we, we are staying rational about what we're doing. It's not emotionally based. It's responsibility based and mm-hmm. it's agreement based. Right. So what have we agreed on? What is our responsibility? Who are we to each other? And so I had to tell him, am I not your brother? 
Don't I always call you and check on you? Make sure you're good. Make sure the situation going on. When have I ever not heard you out? How how and, dare and, you question my character? Yeah, how you, right. How <laughs> dare you, don't 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 assume that I came in response to someone else. Right. I'm I'm, I'm here because you are my responsibility. I'm account I'm accountable for you. Checking up right. on you is what I do. Right. It's what I do. It's so what I do. <laughs> with that being un- understood, I need you to take your emotions out of it. Don't mm-hmm. get offended by me coming up and saying, hey, what's up? What's going on with you? Like, I don't need you telling me. You ain't got to prove nothing to me. I just need to know what's going on. Right. Like, I, just tell me how, 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 what is it to you? What's going on with you? What your head at? That way I know how I can respond or how I can help in this situation. And if I can't help, cool. You know what I'm saying? I would just pray for you. Keep in good intentions. Check back later. Maybe I can help later. But I just need to know where you at and if there's anything I can do right now. Lovely. But that goes back to wisdom and responsibility. And a similar approach that I would have, but sometimes I, I tell myself they're not listening to understand. They're listening to respond. Mm-hmm. And I have noticed, like for me as a fail safe, I will have the, the question of somebody say, I had a disagreement with somebody. Okay. And so they'll talk, they'll talk. And I'm not about to interrupt them because I say, I don't want mm. nobody to feel as if I'm trying to challenge their experience as if I was deaf because I wasn't. Right. And so at the end, I said, I'll ask a question. And once I realized that they have went like, I'm not going to say derailed, but they're so passionate about getting their point across. My way of just bringing the conversation back to a center is, what was that question that I asked you? And they go, huh? And I said, I had asked you a question while you was doing this, but I don't think you understood what I said. Can you tell me what was the question that I asked? And I said, just like that. And mm-hmm. then you get the awkward pause. Well, all I'm trying to say is stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> stop right Stop right there. If you don't understand the question that I asked you, how do you understand what that. you are saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what is the answer equating to if you don't understand the question? And, and so I take them outside of the victim role and I said, all right, I'll play you and you be me. Ask me a question. Well, I was good. This look, look, this is what I'm trying to tell you. And so I pretty much image <laughs> them like I show them the representation of what they give yeah, me. And they're going to say, mirroring. Yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't me. I ain't say that. I don't sound like that. And I say it's not about <laughs> the back and forth. It's about you don't dis- you disagree with yourself right now. I can see. Right. Imagine how the other person feel if you can't agree with yourself right now and they have to yeah. witness this, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I said, I'm here to tell you that I care about you as an individual. And it looks embarrassing for all of us if we can't even understand what the person who opposed us or the person who had the disagreement is not able to get that point across. And so I explained to them, this is what you told me, X, Y, and Z. Did that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense because that's how I interpret it. What you said may not make sense to everybody else, but at the same time, if you know how you think, does that give you a license to require everybody else to know that same logic? (laughs) Mm. Well, the person who I arguing with was stupid. Question. Yes. If you know somebody's stupid, why would you argue with them? Well, but that's besides the point. Well, what was the purpose of the conversation if that was beside the point? And so my way of asking questions is like forcing them to think. Because what I realized was if somebody is disturbed about something, me talking about what they're already upset about does not make it any better. So I let them mm-hmm. burn themselves out because this don't make sense. And why they did this and why she did that. Because all I'm trying to say is you're done. You wasn't listening this whole time. I was, but you repeated yourself three times. That's why I asked, are you done? You said the same thing three times as if I didn't understand it the first time. But it's not about me. You know, so I I take those slight jabs. And once they burnt out with everything, 
I say, look, the logic behind what you're saying is this makes sense to you. Yeah. You're trying to make sense of what you're saying to somebody else. You can explain things to people, but you can't understand things to people. I wouldn't even got that far. Once I start trying to explain something, they go, eh. I'm like, hey, did you have a misunderstanding? Yes. Is that what you're trying to explain to me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did that person not hear you out? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm trying to have an understanding with you and you're not hearing me out. So can nah, you give nah. me the same courtesy that you wanted them to give you? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's how you reciprocate that. Okay. And you telling them that the same way how you say they are is the exact same way you project. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't carry that to me. Right. Because you feel like they didn't respect you mm-hmm. when you were trying to have the understanding with them. And would I be wrong to feel like you don't respect me when I'm sitting here trying to have this conversation with you, trying to have this understanding with you so that we can get to a better place? Because I like to keep conversations calm when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. If we if we got to get the yelling and all that. Yeah, check, check the emotions first so we can't even discuss. Yeah, stuff get lost in translation That's when, true. You, when, you, when the emotions are involved. So we got to make sure we stay calm so we remember what we're talking about. <laughs> and even when you say something that's right, you well, I've experienced this with a lot of the ladies. You know, it's, well, your tone wasn't acceptable when you told me. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So sparing somebody's emotions, it tends to perpetuate or it tends to bring a, a greater sense of negative behaviors. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Is that like a self-fulfilling thing? Like I need to feel satisfied right now before I can accept the argument? I think it comes to your level of maturity when it comes to emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't emotionally aware of themselves. So nine times out of 10, most people that you meet are going to let their emotions dictate their conversation and how they respond to things versus logic. The thing about me is I'm more of a logic thinker. If I put my emotions in it, it was intentionally yeah, you because problem. I felt like I, I needed to, you know what I'm saying, express it in order to get the conclusion that I wanted. I looked this up before and emotional Intelligence is pretty much broken down into four categories, which is self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. Mm. Now, a lot of times when it comes to people being emotionally influenced, it's because nine times out of ten, they're either not emotionally aware or they're not self-managing. Of course, you need all four of these things, but those are the main problems is or, or being even aware of that their emotions are guiding them or them even managing themselves. So if they're not emotionally aware, of course, they're not going to be self-managing because that's right. part of being emotionally aware. True. You have to be understanding yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to understand yourself and where mm-hmm. you are and how you best communicate. You got to know not only how you want to be perceived, but how do people perceive you regardless of how you want to be perceived or not? Mm. Right. And that's something you have to take into account is when you're talking to someone, is the person you're talking to more concerned about your body language or the words that you're saying? Is the person that you're talking to more concerned about you and focus on you environment that you're in? Right. You got to take all of those things in consideration when you're trying to have a conversation with someone and not let the emotions get involved or influence the direction that you're going. Are you talking to someone who's emotionally aware? Are you talking to someone who's self-managing? So these are the questions you ask yourself before you even have the conversation. Right, right. Well, for anybody involved. Right. Anytime, anytime I'm having a conversation with anybody, I have to, I have to see where you are. I have to see, okay, are you self-aware? Are you emotionally aware? 
Are you aware of your environment? And that's right? what you are ask you, them, or that's what you internally. This is what I ask myself about mm. them. What I can, what I can perceive about them. Write that down. Right? Write that down. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and because I need to know, that kind of gives me a gauge of how to go about having this conversation. And how to approach? Right. 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 So with that being said, okay, well, I know that they're highly influenced. If their environment is stimulating, I have to take them out of their stimulating environment and understand the cost to them. Mm-hmm. If they are a person who aren't self-managing, they don't have any, they don't take responsibility for self. They don't provide for themselves, right? They don't take themselves in accountability when it comes to what they're doing or not doing. Mm -hmm. I need to be aware of that and put them in a more accountable state, right? Or at least try to explain to them, like, what do you need to be aware of right now? All right. So there's a lot of times where I talk to people and they say, oh, such and such did this, this, did did that, that person did. I'm like, okay, well, what did you do? Mm. Where were you at when that? Okay. Mm. Did you have to be around that person? Oh, qualifying questions. That's what you're giving All them. Right. Yeah. All right. And to validate is this conversation worth even expounding on? Because they right, could assess right. it for the light bulb moment. This is the best part. <laughs> when the light bulb click off in their head and they, you know what? This conversation ain't even worth having. <gasps> yeah. How did you know? Yeah. How did you know? Oh my God. This is a yeah. genius. Man. You're amazing. Hey, that this power in itself, man. I can't tell you when I became aware of it and I started, those light bulbs start going off. I'm talking to someone and I see my, I feel myself getting emotional about it. I'm like, this conversation ain't worth having. You, now you right, sir. You right, carry on. So this interview has two parts, family. You just listened to part one. Part two will be released in two weeks. Stay tuned. And that wraps up another episode, family. If you made it this far, thank you again for listening. If you wish to stay up to date, for all the things that JCS is doing, whether it's a new podcast episode or whatever it is that we're doing, go ahead and text the word UPDATE to 855-691-4921. Once again, that is UPDATE to 855-691-4921. And if you wish to be a guest on Corners and Conversations, you can text the word GUEST to the same number as well. Take care of yourself. See you next time.